Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, only about three weeks to the Western Conservative Summit. That's right, three weeks from this weekend, we'll be gathering at the Colorado Convention Center. And my good Lord, we need a time together as conservatives to rally. The state, the West, is falling. I pointed this out in an op-ed recently in Real Clear Politics. Donald Trump won five of 13 Western states. Joe Biden got one-third of all electoral votes that he needed to win from the Western United States. We haven't had an RNC convention anywhere in the West, anywhere, West since Bob Dole was the nominee in 1996. We're losing the West, and we need a conference, a gathering, to get together to be re-energized, inspired, educated, over 30 workshops. I mean, workshops on everything you could imagine. Many taught by professors from Colorado Christian University, so you get a really great education on issues. And then we're activated to go out there and to fight for not a party, not a candidate, but for values and principles that shape the Western United States. And on the Frontier Freedom Hour between now and the summit, we're previewing speakers that will be at the summit. So if you missed any, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. We had Seth Dillon, C.J. Pearson last week. This week, we are featuring the great, amazing, talented Jenna Ellis and Isabel Brown. And they'll be talking a little bit about what they're going to be speaking about from the main stage of the summit. So on the line with us, Jenna Ellis, the queen of talk radio in America. She's got a show on American Family Radio. She was a senior advisor and counsel to the great one, President of the United States, number 45, Donald J. Trump. And so I've got to ask, because it's all over Twitter, it's been discussed on this radio program, has Jenna changed her perspective on Donald Trump? It seems like there's people out there that are like thinking, well, maybe she's gone over to the never Trump aisle and group. And I don't think that's the case. So we're going to hear it directly from her. Where, what is your position? You've been kind of pushing back a little bit on the Trump campaign there, Miss Jenna Ellis. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks so much, Jeff, and uh, it's great to be with you. And in my former home state of Colorado, um, I have now moved down to the great state of Florida, but not to work for Ron DeSantis or to be a member of his team, anything like that. Um, I work for the nonprofit of American Family Radio Network. I also host a show on the Salem Media Network. And, um, and I get to speak all of my opinions, right? So, um, so I have never, ever been never Trump, nor am I. Um, I love and respect him personally, still have a great friendship with him, um, talk to him actually pretty frequently. Um, and, and yet I'm now able to openly disagree with certain things that I wouldn't be able to say openly if I still worked for him in the capacity of advisor as counsel to him or on his campaign. So those are the types of things that internal discussions, and everyone who's ever been part of an organization knows this, especially uh, politics and campaigning, there are things that you disagree with of your candidate. 
Um, but you don't say that openly. You advocate for their position. That's what being a representative means. And so certainly uh, during his administration, there were um, some things I disagreed with. But um, openly and while I was working for him, um, I represented his position and the position of the campaign. I was very happy to do that. I proudly voted for him twice. And I still love and support him. If he's the GOP nominee, I have said I'm going to vote for him uh, yet again. What I don't like that his campaign is now doing that is very different from 2016 and 2020 is actively uh, going after the most popular Republican governor in the nation, which is Ron DeSantis, with things that, in my view, are either false or are spun in a way that is not uh, clearly articulating the wins that Governor DeSantis has had for the country. Now, whether you're Trump, DeSantis, or someone else, we should all recognize that the primary process is part of our constitutional republic. It's and and for the the MAGA movement that has been very famously for free and fair elections, we should have a free and fair primary. So I told um, I told President Trump over the phone just a couple of weeks ago. And I will tell your listeners this as well, that I think that he would be far better suited to run on his accomplishments, his very stellar record, and tell the American people why he will beat Joe Biden and reverse all of these crazy, insane leftist policies instead of spending more time, energy, and money going against Ron DeSantis. So I refuse to attack Ron DeSantis, just like I don't attack Donald Trump either. And for a lot of people, just because I'm calling out, hey, you know, that's not true about Governor DeSantis, somehow that means that I'm never a Trumper. And the reason that people believe that is because the Trump campaign now is running their operation to say that if you are not actively attacking Ron DeSantis, that means you're not pro-Trump. I reject that as a false dichotomy. I don't think that's helpful to President Trump, I don't think it's helpful to the campaign. And there is a reason, Jeff, that you're seeing that most of the people, in fact, nobody who had a career before Donald Trump in law, media, campaigns, et cetera, from 2016 or 2020 is back on the 2024 Trump campaign. And I think there is a reason for that, because no one who is principled is going to attack Governor DeSantis in the way that the Trump campaign is attacking him. But in many ways, this is kind of how Donald Trump, in my opinion, active, acted in 2016. I think he was so effective at it. So you remember Little Hands Marco, Lion Ted, all that stuff. And I, I remember one time watching Ted Cruz actually try to go talk to Trump primary supporters and it just nothing connected right he, he was he was out there there's like this famous video he goes out there and he's just talking to them in the streets and and they just you know fought in a totally different way than I think traditional Republicans are used to and I think it's effective for for Trump I think he wins in, in that way by kind of attacking Republicans and conservatives in ways that uh, that they at least in the primary that they're not used to fighting they're not used to well, this kind of street brawl right a hundred percent I agree with you and I think it was effective in 2016 in a way that it's not effective now. And the reason is that Ron DeSantis is a man of very different metal than someone like a Ted Cruz or a Marco Rubio who are from the traditional establishment Republican mold. Ron DeSantis is far more America first 
and actually like Trump in his policies, and, and I would suggest on some things even more America first, like his view of pro-life and some of these abortion questions that have been going back and forth um, from the Trump camp in actually attacking DeSantis for signing that legislation. So I don't think that the same types of attack and personal attacks are effective against as they were in 2016. And let's remember, back in 2016, I think all of us who consider ourselves evangelical Christians, we saw him be very effective at that, but we supported and voted for President Trump because he was that different person and his policies were different. And we made a bet that hopefully he will be the one that can take down Hillary Clinton. And we were right in that. But we never also... Uh, said that some of the um, the personality things and some of the ways that he attacks um, women, for example, we've I've certainly never said that that's okay, and I've never said that that's something that we should try to emulate. I think we made I'm not really excuses, but we said you know we don't like that, but here's his policy reasons. That's why we're voting for him. Where now the 2024 campaign seems to be a full on embrace of that type of rhetoric. And they're actually using it against, you know, for example, my good friend Steve Cortez, who was on the 2016-2020 campaign, and he is now in the uh, Never Back Down pack, and he has been absolutely brutalized uh, and uh, very unfairly by the new Trump campaign simply for voicing his opinion. That type of thing and those types of personal attacks I don't think are ever okay, but I don't think that they will be effective like they were in 2016. The line, Ron de Sanctimonious. I don't know. It kind of sticks. It kind of sticks in the head. Um, I, I had a chance to... The names are funny. I'll say that. <laughs> the names are funny. Friends, we're talking with Jenna Ellis, America's lawyer, the queen of talk radio in America. She has a show. You have a show on the Salem Media Network. That's awesome. Uh, we are going to be featuring her and a whole host of great conservatives at the Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center. Our youth conference sold out. Can you believe that? The youth conference is sold out. We still have tickets for general attendance. If you go to westernconservativesummit.com, westernconservativesummit.com, you can download or da- you can buy tickets there. In fact, you can watch online there as well. Salem now is going to be carrying the summit. So you can watch speeches at the great kind of streaming network of Salem now. You'll be able to watch that all right there. Friends, when we come back, I'm going to ask Jenna Ellis about all this crazy attack that's happening on lawyers. If you served in, it seems like any capacity in the Trump administration, you're you know affiliated with the Republican Party or any other a candidate out there, there seems to be this effort to just wage what is being called lawfare. They're trying to strip people of their law degrees. They're trying to threaten them and, and, and make attorneys, you know, kind of question whether or not they even want to get into politics. So if you're a talented uh, conservative attorney and you're thinking, well, I want to defend a candidate or I want to be a part of an administration, well, they're, they're trying to put this pressure on you that you need to, you may lose your law license if you do this. And so they're ginning up all of these kind of attacks and uh, filling out, you know, uh, kind of the idea that that you are somehow bad and and complaints that was the word i was looking for 
They're trying to issue these complaints against you just for being engaged in this. So we're going to talk with Jenna Ellis when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. 